0: Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is a premium subscription clothing service. Stitch Fix finds the most bland and innocuous outfits that will help you blend right into a crowded microbrewery. If you don't have a wife to dress you, Stitch Fix will sure as sh** make you look like you do. Welcome to the anecdotal experience podcast. Good to be here. Um, Hey, subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher because you'll get them earlier. Sometimes they don't always come out on Facebook the day they come out on the RSS feed. So be the first to listen and tell all the other fans that you heard it first. They are losers because they haven't heard it. Make them feel bad. Today, our guest is Luke Brush. Luke Brush is a good buddy of mine. One of the um, people that kind of gave me the idea for the podcast. One of the first people I imagined being on it. But here we are, a year and a half down the road, and he's finally doing it. This was fun. Had a good time. He was one of the guys that gave me my first Dale Carnegie book, my favorite writer. Love this guy. You're going to love him too. I'm not even going to tell you what we're talking about. Let's just do this with Luke Bro.
1: So I, I, it's, that's actually fair. I feel like I was abused, just not by my parents, probably by my siblings. Uh, my brother used to when I was younger, we used to get in fights. Obviously, as all brothers do, and um, there wasn't a whole lot I can do because my brother is my brother is ridiculously strong. Like, he's the type of person who can like just pick up a refrigerator by himself and carry it. Like, that's not an exaggeration. Like, he actually can do that. Um, so, when he was when we were both younger, if he would get angry at me and we get in a fight, like I was just I was done because yeah. what am I going to do about that? So, um. Eventually, though, I did learn, um, and this is actually like an interesting story for me: is um, I did learn, like there was this one place that if I made a really tight fist and I punched him in the spine, okay, it would hurt him enough that he would stop. And that was the first time I was able to really um, like defend myself against him. And that's kind of like when I, uh, I guess, stopped being afraid of my brother
0: when you damaged his spinal
1: cord, right? And then he also became more afraid of me. And then after that. You know, once, once I was able to fight back, then it was actually uh, possible for us to kind of become friends because there was a respect thing there.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. So I
1: know that's like a ridiculous story and it doesn't make any sense, but uh, that's, that's actually how like the beginning of our like bonding, I guess, started to happen.
0: You, you're like the wolf that you have to earn his respect.
1: I think we're all like that though, right? I think we're all like we all have to have respect for each other and it's like you can't just give somebody respect. It has to be earned. If you just give somebody respect, it's not real. It's not like you can try and make it real, but it's kind of, it's kind of one of those deals where um if you don't truly believe it, it's kind of hard to make it stick. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true. Wait, not, explain. Not, I get what you're saying. So, all right. So, growing up, um I was always taught respect your elders and things like that and and there is a type of respect I feel that you can give them um, and the type of respect is you know you're, you're older than me you have more experience and therefore I will respect you but there comes a moment um, or there needs to come a moment at least when something happens where you're having a tough time and somebody the, the adult will come and step up and they'll help you do something and it's uh, it's more visceral it's you understand why you're supposed to be respecting them and at that point then it makes then it's like a real respect it's genuine you know it's organic and it's not uh it's not forced i guess if it's like forced it's not it can't ever be complete if it's not um organic if it's like forced just because you're like supposed to do it it's really difficult to maintain
0: that yeah dude i mean you even have that with like bosses and stuff like there are bosses where i'm like i'll pretend i'll play along because I don't want—I just don't want to look for a new job and get fired, right? But I don't respect you as a as a superior. Yeah, I think that's a fair way of saying it too. So, because your dad or like your brother, uh, that's like a moment where its, it's you because it's—it's uh, a moment where he realizes, oh, dude, this guy, this guy can mess me up. Well, it's not just
1: that, but there's also like. Like, why am I respecting you? Because that moment when you respect somebody, you get a like a, a glimpse into what they actually are and who they are as a human. Okay. And you see, like, the real part of them, like, shining through or whatever you want to call it. And that's uh, – how are you supposed to respect something if you don't fully understand it? But at that moment, you kind of get a shot into it like, oh, you know, my brother is a man. My brother can hurt me. It's not just, like, a little thing that follows me around and right. annoys me yeah you're a
0: human being exactly like sick of it but
1: and but like how am i a human being you know like um i could have done anything you know i could have you know i could have like keyed his car i could have like stomped on his foot or you know i could have done a whole bunch of different things but like how did i react to that situation that speaks to who i am and then you can then you can kind of have something to like you get like a toehold of like what that person is like Oh, they're, the way they defend themselves? Not, well, yeah, because everything that we do... You did, respected the spinal punch. Yeah, because, I mean, it could have been anything. Like, before, you know, I would just run and cry to my parents, which right. you can't respect that. Even though, technically, that would help me. I would win the fight. Right, game over. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, the, um, but being able to defend myself in a way that was like respectable like i actually hurt him and he's very strong that puts us like that it forces you to be a peer and like that's more of a genuine respect i feel like
0: yeah no i yeah that's uh yeah it's when your brother stops like looking at you as a dweeb and he's like okay we're in this together let's go right. punch some spinal well, cords on
1: some level like my brother is always going to view me as a dweeb Um, but I think like in the end though, actually like he's probably the one who's a little bit more dorky than I am. Like he wears like a cowboy hat sometimes and he makes really bad jokes and I'm generally more well-liked than he is. You're pretty cool. I'm like, I'm probably a seven. Uh, on the cool scale dude that's pretty right, it, generous it, it, dude. It, fl- it fluctuates so like it, de- it definitely fluctuates oh like, yeah the seven is not like sometimes i'm an eight sometimes it's i'm a six it's like sometimes i'm a one you know
0: that's human though
1: right exactly but the average i feel like is probably that's that's garbage that's not true what at do all, you I average guess. out at i don't have any idea i don't even feel like that's i'll the, tell you my number i feel like being cool you, okay but i feel like being cool though is okay what's your number eight
0: you're an 8. Some days I'm a 7. Okay. I'm rarely a 9, but I'm an 8. So, do you
1: don't you feel though that like what you, like being cool is is honestly like something that other people give you. It's not something that you give yourself, right? I think
0: it's okay. No. Because oh, all right. Why? I think it's something that is perceived to other people. You do you think I'm an 8? Okay.
1: Um yes i would i would probably say you're an eight
0: see you can tell me i'm
1: not an eight i well you have you have that whole like uh, uh i'm trying to say this the right way without sounding like a douche uh which yeah so um you have that whole um really comfortable in your own skin thing and sometimes you'll do stuff that is not considered like classically cool like you'll wear like like maybe your shoes don't quite match or like your hair is messed up or like that type of thing. But because of like the way that you present yourself, it actually ends up being cool anyway. Yes. So, and I don't think many people can pull that off. That's hard. Like that's like a, that's like a natural, authentic type of cool. You know, that's not like... <laughs> that's that's what I, I think know. it
0: is, dude. I
1: agree. I agree. Yeah, like uh, being comfortable in your own skin and being who you are. That's true. Because you can see some, like you can see a dad wearing like the stupid jeans and the, and the Avia shoes. But like he's just happy with who he is. It yeah. doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. And you're like, that's cooler than I am because mm-hmm. I, I had to go to the mall for 45 minutes to find my shoes. I, well, I go on Amazon, not the mall, but, right? Uh, you know, I spent a lot of time working to do that and he just picked up whatever he wanted and he beat me. And like, that's like, that's the authentic, that's the real
0: cool. That's it. That's it. And you just don't care.
1: That's true. So like, but I also feel like, um, whether or not you're cool is actually, um, it's kind of like something that other people give you. Because when you're doing that, when you're just doing whatever you want to do, that's not cool. That's just, that's what I want, and that's what I'm doing. So it's not, uh, like, if, you're, if your end goal is trying to be cool. To it, other people. Yeah. It doesn't work. Because, like, it's it's interesting that, like, trying to be cool doesn't actually mean anything. Because if you try to be cool, you're not yeah. But if you're just doing whatever you are, you are cool. That's from somebody else, though. It's not from you. So you don't actually have... It's kind of
0: like impossible to like get a bead on. You've no control. Right. So all you can do... Here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because what you asked me was like, is it something someone gives you or do you take it right. yourself? It's like, no, all you can control is do you like you? Fair. So... That's it.
1: That's actually that's actually an interesting thing too. Is like that that journey into um, being comfortable with who you are is such a long journey, and I feel like I feel like I rediscover that every. Um, seven or I don't, I don't know I feel like there's seasons in life and yeah. every time you, you start a season and then you go through the season you complete a season and then at the end of that you're like yeah like I know who I am like somewhere in the middle of that you feel like you know who you are and then towards the end you're like you know what things are different right? and then you switch so it's like this constant renewing of, of being that thing
0: Growing to hate yourself
1: and then Growing Well, not growing to hate No, I know you like yeah um there's almost there's almost like a reinventing. So like I just turned uh thirty three this year. And in my head that's a benchmark. Where turning thirty wasn't very important to me. Okay. Um thirty three though, what there's something about that just felt very different. You know, it's mid thirties. It is. That's it. That's what it's it's the double threes. Yeah. That's yeah. Um and honestly, it maybe I had to do something. Yeah, this is the mid-30s. You you look at yourself and you're like, some of the things that I'm doing are, are kind of uh, ridiculous. Like, for instance, like trying to go to a club or trying to wear the newest, trendiest, whatever. Um, at a certain point, that becomes very odd for an older person to do. Whereas if you're 28, you know, you can still do those types of things and it's okay. Um, but then again, like... You're like thirty-three, it's like I need to establish myself in different ways. I need to establish, um, like my interactions with like my bosses and my peers and or family if you have one at that point. Yeah. But I also feel like age forty again is something different. Age fifty is something different. But I mean, have you ever noticed though that there's. Um, a, even like there's a difference between somebody who's age 18 and somebody who's age 22, like just those college years yeah, completely changes somebody. But also there's another one from age 24 to like age 27. And if somebody who's fresh out of college talking to somebody who's been out of college for three years, also very different types of people uh, who value very different things and are interested in very different things.
0: Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's the things you value become different. Right. And then, it's the well the older you get hopefully the important things like the things that don't matter like vanity start to drop off well
1: yeah but like yeah but those things also like they change all the time right like at a certain point like being um being the i know the ideal mate or something is is much more important early earlier on uh, that it is like during college and a little bit after that it is when you're trying to make sure that you're the best employee that you can be. And then later on being like uh, learning how to manage your money, um, yeah. things like that, making sure like early, like here's an example, just driving, driving's a driving's a, I feel like driving is a fair assessment. So when you first start driving, you're just, you're happy because you're driving, right? And it's important to you that you're just, I'm driving. Like I get to actually leave more than like one mile from my house. I get to actually go somewhere. And then everybody goes through that phase where they're kind of a jackass when they drive. And they're like, I can go 90 miles an hour. And they do it on the highway and it's stupid. Uh Um, Maybe, maybe I think everybody, not everybody, a lot of people will, drive Buzz three or four times when they're younger and then realizing, like, that's kind of stupid. And then as you get to be a little bit older, you start to think about, you know, I'm actually more interested in, like, my car insurance not going up because I'm tired of that. And I, like, actually, like, I don't want to hit somebody else. Like, you see one or two car accidents or you've been in a car accident and you realize going 30 miles an hour and hitting somebody is... A much bigger jolt than you thought it was going to be. And right. You can imagine what that's like at sixty. So you're you're valuing different things all along that journey. But all of those are very relevant at the time that you're in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's one of it's definitely one of those things where like as you, um, yeah. So back to what we were saying early is, um, you value different things at different times, and you you kind of have this throughout the season. The middle of the season, you're like, you know what, I think I got this. But as soon as you feel like you got it then it's kinda of like, well, you're going on to the next season now. It's like it's like you're going towards that direction. And it's like as soon as it's like almost as soon as I feel like I've like reached the top of that mountain of like, okay, now like I'm a good driver. Like now it makes sense. Then I start to value something different and it starts to kinda of decrease and it's I guess it's the ebbs and flows is like a good way of saying it
0: too. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And yeah. I think yeah, I'm trying to think for me specifically what those things were. And I I think mainly now I know all I really want is financial security is like the most important thing. Like you said, Agreed. car insurance, Agreed. safety, yeah. like snow tires, making sure like mainly what it is for me is security. I'm like, yeah. I like to, but you know, I like to enjoy my life. I like to throw down on good shit that I like to enjoy, like go on a vacation or well, something. for sure. Yeah. So I'm like, I know I want to go on a cool vacation every once in a while, but I also know that I never want to work fast food. So my priority right. has been like, save enough money where there is no possible way in my life I'll ever have to, like, be a drive-through worker. That yeah, that's
1: because I hate that. That's a great goal. Like that's it, the, dude, honestly, it's a great goal. Don't
0: go to jail. Don't don't get a DUI. Uh, <laughs> don't become addicted to drugs. Right. And never work fast food again.
1: Those are my... (laughs) Those are your three solid... Like, if you can hold on to those three things, like, you're going to live a very rich and fulfilled life.
0: I I think about those things all the time, I think, in terms of how do I avoid those. I was going to... So,
1: I think right now, I was talking about seasons in life earlier because I do feel like... Right now in my life is a new season for me, yeah. which is fair. So a little bit of my background is I've been, I grew up in Pennsylvania and I've been in California since 2010, Yeah, and which is where I'm at now in Los Angeles. So in 2010, and I went back home for uh, to Pennsylvania for about a year and a half because my grandfather had ALS and I went to go spend time with him, and I came back. But I'm mostly I've been in California since 2010. And as of right now, which is 2017 uh, summer, it's I'm going I'm gonna go back home again, and it's it's definitely the end of a season for my life. Like there was a whole bunch of things that I was working towards, and uh, like personal things that I was growing or trying to grow, and. Now, I feel like I've got a, a certain toehold on those things, but now I'm actually moving on, and I'm like, it's time to start the next step of my life. And it's very different. It's very different than what I was before. But What are those things? So that's what I was going to say. Yeah. As you were talking about security, and I think security right now is very important because… Um, I tend to realize that, um, I, ca- I like to call them, uh, I've had like some demons in my life, some things that have kind of badgered me for my whole life. And I haven't really been able to like identify exactly what they were. It's more, um, like things that would make my friendships or my relationships suffer, or, you know, uh, personal, uh, Issues that I like, you know, like, not like depression, but like things that stop me from accomplishing my goals, but I could not identify what they were. Okay. Um. So one of the ones that I have identified, though, is what you just said: is security, and uh, money is is absolutely imperative at this age bracket. Yeah. Um. And it's not, um, it's not just be- before. You know, I was just happy with like I have enough money to like pay my bills and keep going, and maybe I get a little bit be- ahead, not too far behind, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But they're... Uh, maybe and maybe it's part of midlife crisis type whatever you want to call it I feel like you're
0: always going through a crisis no matter yeah, who
1: you are I, you're yeah. always like
0: what should I be here should I not be here should I be doing something right else thing. And yeah. Like,
1: yeah it's very rare that you like you feel like you're hitting stride and you're like this is exactly what I'm supposed oh, to be doing dude, if and you're like, like comfortable in your life yeah you're dead and like not, usually when I hit that spot too and I'm like oh I'm totally comfortable here this is perfect usually that's when the wave smashes you and you're like caught off guard and it's like you weren't paying attention and
0: right it's the but, calm before the Storm always. Yeah. So you're but, not even. You're just like anxious anyway.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in this particular spot though, uh, 33 years old, um, I'm realizing that a lot of the things that if I can look back over the past seven years of my life and be like, what happened in the past seven years of my life what was good. What should I keep? What was bad? What should I get rid of? That's when I'm thinking, um, a lot, of, a lot of the things that, um, that were negative in my life that I don't want to have to happen again were directly related to my financial security yep and that's the type of thing where I'm like why there's almost a point there's almost a thing now where I'm saying I'm not going to let anything stop me from having money and it's not I'm not talking about like gangster rap or whatever I'm going to go out and get fat stacks I'm just saying there's no reason why I should have to be like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, like, do this particular thing that I'm interested in doing because I don't know if I have the
0: money to do it. Yeah, or even the, like, the fact that it's a thought and, like, the fear of making that risk and spending money on something Yeah, is paralyzing to your growth.
1: Yeah, like, I don't yeah. want to, you know, if you want to go out, like like, for instance, right now, I went out with my some of my friends last night, you were there, yeah, um, and <clears throat> grabbed some sushi and there was like a, a a mini debate there with not whether or not we wanted to eat at the place we were eating at, but could everybody afford to do it right and that's um and it wasn't like it was like a three hundred dollar a plate affair or anything like that. It yeah. wasn't crazy exp- it wasn't cheap. I mean it's the city it wasn't cheap right but that that type of mindset I'm like that's not something that I want to have be a factor in spending my last couple of days together with some friends before I don't see them for months at a time. Right. And that's the type, that's the type of security that I think is really important, like moving forward. Yeah. That I need to have in my life. And I think, not just for me, but you, you notice in other people too, like having money is really just having freedom and having options. Uh, yeah. And when you don't have options, you're kind of forced to do whatever is available to you at the time. And it prevents you from from, it prevents me from feeling whole, from feeling like I'm making the decisions that I want to make because sometimes it's like, um, you know, do I want a truck or a car or a Jeep? It, well, it doesn't matter. You have enough money for a 1992 Oldsmobile, like that's what you get. And, and then that car right there is like, well, what about your career? Like, well, you can't really necessarily do sales because your car is really beat up and you can't, there's a lot of things that you can't do. And then it's a chain reaction and all of those things all of those things at least are directly related to money excuse me and um yeah so that's one of those things i actually think another one that's very important is health and like that's something that lately i've also been really trying to get yeah um i guess get to get my act together on um so I've been listening to uh, Joe Rogan podcast, which definitely like five percent of what he says is pretty important. Yeah, uh, and the rest of what he says is you can kind of do whatever you is want. It's fighting. It. Yes, is, let's talk about UFC. Yeah. Uh, but mostly some of the people that he has on there and the questions that he asks them and getting expertise, knowledge, and that type of deal. But um, I, I like I've recently lost about seventy pounds. So in the past half a year or so, I've lost seventy pounds, which you know I'm still quite a bit overweight, but considering where I was it's a great decision Mm -hmm. and um, the, the amount of change that has happened in my life strictly because of just having a body that's more fit and able to do more things is kind of the same thing as having money. It's options. Right. Um, you know, before, if I would walk a mile, I'd be tired. I'd be like, be sore for like three days and my knee would hurt or something. I'd have like a blister and I'd feel like a moron. I'm like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. And, but it's, you know, I only walked a mile. It's like, I didn't climb a mountain, you know, and right. the, my, your
0: body has limitations. Yeah. Man.
1: Yeah. Um, and those limitations extend to a lot of different things. Like maybe you don't want to go on a really long car ride because you're going to, your legs going to cramp up or like, that's, right. that's stupid. So, Um, But it's not just that. There's also like a confidence that comes with a task that takes a very long time. Right. um, And it's incremental and you don't see it. And you have to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah. Until you get to a point where you're like, oh, wow, like I've actually like my pants are more loose now. This is that's yeah, you start
0: seeing the rewards then it becomes yeah. easy yeah but
1: like you were unhappy for two months before that happened and that like the the lack of a feedback loop there is very difficult right uh to deal with but if you can push through that but yeah but like i was saying like the options that you have with a body that actually works is a lot better um and that's um i feel like that's very important too those are the two things you you said uh you had three things uh Uh, don't get a DUI. Those are just things
0: that I know will really change the trajectory of what's going on right now.
1: So I guess, I guess I kind of have maybe, maybe two, actually maybe three. So two things. One is financially stable. Like absolutely. There's, there's, I'm not gonna, I don't really want anything to stop me from being at a point where like I have the money to do what I need to do in life. Right. And, and have extra discretionary income would be great, but absolutely got to make sure that I have just like the basic things done. Get rid of my debt, make sure all my bills are paid, make sure you know, my car is paid off, and things like that. And the second one is health. I'm gonna continue going as I've been going. I just start jump roping. Yeah, jump roping is fantastic. Um, that's that's one of those deals where like it's really easy to see gains because at first I can only do seven at a time you know i'd jump i do seven and then I would trip and do it again i do like get to seven i was at seven for like a week right and then it just randomly jumped to like 35 and then 100 at a time that i could do um yeah it's rewarding though that's absolutely a great one it's also yeah. kind of fun and also it's really difficult to look cool when you're when you're jump roping
0: yeah but it so doesn't like,
1: matter no that's the point though is like some stuff you want like some things you want it's uh it's it's you're capable of looking cool while you do it so it can like it's easier to get your head uh put your head out of the game type of a deal but like
0: if you're just jump roping and just bouncing around like you're not i don't even think it's not cool i think people have this mentality though where they're like people go to the gym they don't want to go to the gym because they're like everyone's going to look at me.
1: Right. No, I agree with that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you're just just pulling that out of the equation. Like, you don't have to... That's not even something that you have to think about anymore. It's like, if you're jump roping, you just... You automatically know going in, like, hey, this is not going to be an Instagram post. Like, nobody... Like, whereas if you're, like, doing something where you're, like, lifting weights or something like that, you, like, you might have the possibility of looking good. Yeah. So, like, maybe you're thinking about that or, like, you don't even have to worry about it anymore.
0: But that's... Yeah, everything you should remove that from the equation. Right. Your life is not an Instagram post. Your life is your life. Right, but
1: if you can do things to make it easier to remove that from your life, that's great, right? Yeah. So I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you that um there's da- there's an emphasis on like trying to make it an Instagram post yeah. or look good or whatever. Or uh, um, per-
0: like uh, appearances.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, because we're all like we're all concerned with them. We all should be concerned with them to a certain degree. But if yeah. you could just completely remove that, um, that's I feel like that's anyway. That's why I like jump roping is because I don't even have to think about it anymore. It's like you, I'm not worried about anything at all besides burning calories. Right. Like, it's literally just like one singular thought is just like I'm going to tomorrow weigh less than I did today. Yeah. And that's what I want.
0: No. Yeah. I. Uh that's awesome, and I kind of I, I want to go back to both of your things. So there's three things though.
1: So actually, I did say th- I changed it to three. I started at two and I went to three. Okay, now you're because, adding on. No, now <laughs> I got to
0: keep this all in well, my brain.
1: It's be it's because the third one is kind of like this uh, like hodgepodge of a whole bunch of different things. Okay, so um but none like none of those other things are really possible without the first two but the third the third aspect is well I'll say what the third one is so I'm not kind of like I'm not being like mysterious or yeah. whatever but um for me right now it's it's trying new things and that goes from everything from uh I wrote a song for the first time not a great song but a song I'm happy with it I like it but writing yeah. a song um, certain parts of exercising would also fall into that but trying new things not just doing the same things that I've been in a rut of doing for the past seven years right um, maybe playing the harmonica thought about that yeah um, moving to a new place new job part of that uh, but those are like uh, hobbies but also also um, like mindsets of how I handle myself and how I interact with other people and, and um, I've spent a lot of my life um I'm going to say being walked on. I yeah. feel like that's a fair way of saying it. And I don't mean that, um, like if I would have said that like a year ago, I would have been like, the world's doing mean things to me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, no, the world is what it is. And if you were, what you're you letting want. it happen. Yeah. yeah, And, and that's fair. And like, if, if you're going to let somebody take advantage of you, you're not allowed to be mad if they take advantage of you. Like, that's fair
0: yeah no I totally agree and I've been that too yeah because I, I get in I don't know Can you, I don't know if you can relate to this but you get in your own head and you convince yourself that no everything's okay I this is okay I should be being walked on it's alright because you just justified it in your head yeah because you're like oh I should be I should be a nice guy
1: right yeah and also nice guy boy I, I hate that term Right. but it's, it's hard yeah. to know yeah
0: whether you're being a dick or you're just standing up and not getting walked on. Yeah, that's that's absolutely
1: true. But like, I, I agree with you. Um, but one of the things that I'm trying to do is try to figure out how do I not get walked on? Yeah. Like what, what is what is a type of thing that I need to be in my life to make sure that I don't get walked on? Because it's um, I'm acting a certain way and or I'm putting myself in a certain position and that's lending itself to Uh, me being walked on so what are the things that i can do to not do that and then doing those things um i think just
0: speaking up for yourself in general is what i think see okay yeah that's okay go ahead just saying it whatever happens whatever something does if you have a thought like oh i think i'm being taken advantage of i feel i feel like my needs or i'm not being considered you can it, it. A lot of times, it's up to you. It's what we were talking about this last night. Takers, givers, and takers. And sometimes you just need to stick up and say, "Whoa, you know what? Like, no, you can't have this. No, you can't do that. I'm not. I'm still a nice guy, but I'm saying no." Yeah, but the I
1: agree. Yeah, for sure. But um, and I've had that. I've known that, like, I've known that in my head for a long time, like, you have to stand up for yourself, but but what does that look like? And is it the same for everybody? Is it just to, you know, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, are you going to be able to say, like, or that's not even a fair way of saying it, but, like, if your boss is, like, constantly calling yeah. you to come into work on your day off, and you're like, well, I'm a nice guy, so I'm going to do it, right. right? But then you get burnt out, right? Yeah. So, and then when you get burnt out, it leads to a whole bunch of other problems, but it's not, it's not... um it, it absolutely is standing up for yourself, but it's how do I stand up for myself? It's the same thing as punching my brother in the spine. It's not just that I defended myself. It's how did I defend myself? Because certain ways of standing up for yourself, you're a dick, right? And yeah. other, other ways of standing up for yourself, it's uh, it improves the situation and helps people to see clearly. But... That is not just a matter of. I don't think there's like a textbook definition for like how you do that. Like step one, two, three, four. I think it's it's very unique to each individual person. Like what's your tone of voice? How do you say it? When do you say it? What's the correct right. environment?
0: But I think in general, though, in general, don't get emotional. Don't get like because you right. don't know. Don't give, act
1: when you're emotional. Give yeah. people
0: the benefit of the doubt. All right, right. For sure. Yeah, but then don't act like. Let's take it back to the take it back to your boss calling you in just say you know what it's my day off if you, you know like you can fire me if you would like if you would like an employee that comes in every time he's called you're gonna have to look for another employee because I'm a guy that takes his day off it's it's a you can't be afraid of letting someone down or even like afraid of losing your job you need to say it's boundaries
1: yeah Exactly. Okay. So here's a concrete example of establishing boundaries and kind of like what I mean. Yeah. So um, I, I manage a street sweeping company. We do parking lots and things in the area and late at night and whatever. So uh, I have four employees currently that work with me and... There will be a situation where somebody will call out for whatever the reason is. So it's my job to go to all the other people, ask them, hey, can you step up, take the extra shift, and take care of it, whatever. So there's a whole bunch of different ways that people can handle it, and that they do handle it, that they get what they want, but the way that it, it, like, so one of them will, I'll call them, and they will just not respond. Right. Right. So I'll call him, and there's just no answer at all. Just leaves me hanging, and I'm like, well, he should probably just move on. But he got what he wanted. He he didn't stand up for himself, but he got what he wanted, right? So he didn't let me push him around because he's not coming into work. I would
0: argue he totally stood up for himself.
1: Yes, exactly. I Unless agree. part of his
0: job is to be on call.
1: Right, which is not. So, yeah. yeah. So absolutely. So he stood up for himself, right? Yeah. And I was like, congrats. Like, good job. Like, you... You like, you like, we're talking about the thing of standing up for yourself. He did it. There's right. one example. Yeah. Another person will text back and say, Oh, I can't. Uh, my sister's in town. Right. Okay. And it's a lie. His sister's not in town. And like, I know because I saw like he was on Snapchat and he was like not at a spot where his sister was at. And like, it's, and that's not a real example, but like, right. um, it's that type of a thing where like they'll lie and say, No, I can't do it. Right. Which is also standing up for yourself. I think so. Yeah. I agree. And these are all examples. And like, and then there's another person who'll be like, oh, I can't do that tonight. I am going to be at my other job. And I promised that I was going to be there. Right. And that's the truth. And that's another. Sure. Well, I mean, sure. You don't know that particular one. I don't know whether it is or not. Okay. But the point is like, those are three very different ways of standing up for yourself, yeah. but they all have very different consequences. Like one of them directly affects me. Cause if I'm the first one, I'm waiting for that person to call me back. Right. That makes my life uncomfortable. Makes it difficult for me, even though he got what he wanted. And the second one makes me feel like, uh, what well, you just lied to me. I can't really respect you. You got what you wanted, but you didn't really do it in like the way that I feel like a man should handle, the way like saying no like you kind of like tricked me and like tried to make me feel bad or whatever
0: like but it's uncomfortable i i get it though right because it's uncomfortable you're putting him in a spot where he has to say no
1: oh absolutely
0: which is like because there's the fourth option too i want to bring up real quick is is you calling him someone picking up like and saying um no right and that happens
1: too yeah yeah and see that
0: people we, don't respect that though
1: oh oh really oh i, I don't do. think
0: so i respect oh, that dude do you though for real absolutely uh, really yeah someone calls in they're like uh i could but no yeah because in my head
1: um particularly particularly for my job but in my head you have of all of those four options i am much happier with somebody just saying no and if i do say why i say because i don't want to i'm like Good on you. You're right. Yeah, I think your you're a rare
0: breed, Luke Brush. I, yeah. Would you really react like that? I feel I have, like if I, I do have that, done that, yeah,
1: multiple times, it's happened. I feel like
0: people respect. I'm not even kidding. This is for real. Yeah. I think people appreciate a good lie. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, Because yeah. a lot of people, if they're like, oh, man, I can't. My sister's in town. I promised her. They're like, okay, cool. He at least bothered enough to lie and not just look me in the face and say, no. Okay, no well, to you. I See, but
1: then we're getting into a whole... Uh, a whole other realm of like that's you're making work personal at that point because you're like it's like you need to give me a reason why you don't want to do extra for the thing that gives you money like the thing that gives you money is so that the job is so that you can go out and do the things that you want to do and when that encroaches in your life I don't have there's no reason to have any loyalty to that beyond what was expected yeah right and the expectation is if I schedule you please come in and that's fair. Right. And if I say, "Oh, you're not scheduled, but this is a kind of rough situation. Would you mind coming in? I'm asking right. you a favor," right? And yeah. I don't you don't have to give me any reason why you don't want to do a favor for me. Like yeah. it's it's totally your business. It's not my business. Even in I mean, for personal maybe, but just in real life, if you don't want to do something, you don't have to do it and you don't have to tell me why.
0: Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. And that's been the issue for me is realizing that I don't owe someone an explanation for the fact that I don't want to. If anything, like a lot of times I'm just like, I want to be perceived as a nice guy. But the honest truth is I'm not very nice. (laughs) I don't. I'm not very benevolent. A lot of times I'm like, no, 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 because no. Yeah. I don't I don't owe you this. You're not like family to me. That's fair. So, but there's this like. Part of me that thinks that if I can come up with an excuse, if I can just say something and like finagle my way around it, they'll still think I'm a nice guy. But I need to be honest with people and be like, look, I'm not a nice guy and I don't want to cover your shift. See, I don't
1: think that not covering a shift makes you a not nice guy. Like if you were to just straight up say, No, I don't want to do it just because. Yeah. Right? Just I'm cause I'm playing Xbox right now and right. I don't want to. I don't think there's anything wrong with that and i don't think that you're not a nice guy for doing it right um i actually think that if you lie to me and say that you have something else that's not actually happening then i'm like you're lying to me that's not nice it's de- lying is yeah. not nice
0: and but depends this, the relationship too absolutely yeah i'm thinking about but, it but that's yeah.
1: one of those things where i feel like uh, well at least i was this is a little rabbit trail here but i was yeah. raised in this in an environment with super strong work ethic and whatever uh, the Whatever that is, whatever strong work that work ethic yeah, is, I was hard raised day's to have work, that. Integrity. Yeah.
0: integrity, integrity, integrity. But is, also,
1: yeah. a, a large part of it was loyalty, and um, which you know, growing up, like my dad growing up, loyalty was like you went to a company, you stayed there forever, and like you were loyal to that company. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. That's not the way the world works anymore. We right. we switch job every like what is it three years? It's supposed to be millennials yeah. switch jobs. Um, so every you know there is no loyalty there. Because, because there can't be. Because for an entry-level job, I need four years of experience. It's like, oh, you don't have four years of experience, and instead of paying you $20 an hour, you're only going to get 10 right? Yeah. So the company does not have any loyalty to me the company's not like you know what you're doing a great job here's a re-. and some companies i guess there there's there's exceptions but as a whole you are going to get paid whatever it is that the market says that you're going to get paid
0: right it's a business not a family exactly yeah,
1: it's, so it's it's not like it's an unbalanced relationship for the company to treat me as as business but for me to treat the company as like a friend as somebody that i need to have an excuse for if i don't want to come to work and that's not the way things work whatever the relationship is it needs to go both ways because we do that in real life with with people why are we not doing it with the company but
0: it becomes a little more personal it becomes way more personal when it's like someone it's a person let's say it's a person calling you okay and it's like hey I need you to cover this shift for me. Now it's not a business transaction because you have a relationship, you have a friendship, there's something there. So now it's like it's a person to person thing. You're really taking the business out of it. You know what I mean?
1: No, yeah, that's absolutely true. But at the same time, it's like this this is the job this is the job situation, right? So my boss could hire fifteen more people so that we always make sure that like nobody's stuck working by themselves if yeah. somebody calls off, right? But he didn't do that. That was a business decision because it costs money, right? Right. So, because of that, if no, if if you don't want to work, it's still not your responsibility to be like, oh man, like my manager is going to be in a rough spot. I should come in and help him. Yeah. Like that would, like, sure, that would be fantastic if that happened, but it's not expected, right? Right. And then, like, in that particular situation, which happened a lot to me, just Mm. because the nature of my job, that happened a lot, and. I used to like you, like you, like you were saying earlier, like I used to be frustrated. I used to get mad and be like, what is the, what is the problem here? Like, why are these guys acting like this? Yeah. And then I'm like, well, of course, like that's, they're doing their own thing. And I put myself in that position. Right. So I could go to my boss and say, Hey, you need to hire new people. Right. Yeah. You need to hire more people. Y- blame. So, yeah. And I, I'm, I, I put myself in that position. So, I realize now that like that's not a great position for me to be in. It affected my personal life. Right. Right. So I'm leaving that job. And I think I don't I think that it's fair, like I said, going back full circle. I think it's fair to just strictly straight up just be like, No, I'm not I'm not coming in tonight.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think... And that's why. It makes it right. And I think so, I I totally agree in that I think it's very simple when it comes to work and like a professional environment. Absolutely, But when it comes to like family and friends and things like that, and just not even like friends, like loose connections and stuff, it's important to understand where your loyalty lies and what you owe people and what your boundaries are. Kendrick Lamar had it right, loyalty. He did. That is stuck in my head this I haven't even been listening to you. I've just been listening to Kendrick Lamar's... Which,
1: is, if you had a choice, I would say do that. Like, I actually turned
0: it on iTunes while you were talking. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying. That's fair. No, that's but... absolutely I, fair. But, um, I think... All right. For instance, even my... Okay, my brother. My brother needs something. Okay. I know that boundary is pretty much gone. Whatever he needs, I gotta give it to him. If he okay. needs money, if he needs whatever um let's say you asked me for like 500 bucks okay all right i'm like yeah okay like this is it because it's like i know that's the that's where my loyalty lies i gotta help out my brother because he's i know he's there for me i know this is just my time to do it right versus let's say if you would have asked me two years ago joe can i borrow 500 bucks i would have been incredibly conflicted
1: okay why
0: Because I would have been like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't want this to ruin our friendship. I don't know. Like, I I feel like I should. I feel like he really needs it. I feel like he won't like me if I don't give him 500 bucks and I value his friendship. Right. It would, I'd be super conflicted.
1: Okay. So that's fair. So
0: we're actually uh, coming back full circle
1: now to what I was saying. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. Okay. Right. So uh, we had those situations where like how somebody calls off of work. Right. Um, which way and like that's what I uh, just really quick to say like that's what I mean when I say you have those three things or there's more than those but how do you do it correctly and by correctly I mean how do you fee- how do you live with it so like right. I'm okay with just being just calling up and saying no I can't work right mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to lie and be like oh I can't because I have to to I don't know, fly around. Uh, whatever. whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, and that's totally a personal preference. And there's no textbook. There's no step one, step two, step three, step four for right. that. It's more of like, where am I comfortable doing it? So in your situation with your brother asking for $500,
0: like it's not... He's never done that, by the way.
1: Right. No, right. It's, it's 300 Yeah. But the um, when you get right down to it, though, that that's a very... I, I can't get... You can't give, like, an absolute, like, oh, if my brother asks me for $500, yes, like, just right away. Because, I mean, what's he going to use that $500 for? Like, is it just, like, right. straight up, right?
0: Well, my relationship with my brother, if he needs 500 bucks, I know it's not for crack, right. you know? Right. exactly. Yeah. But
1: what I mean is every situation is different. right? So every situation requires... A different response. Like every single one is unique. It's not mm-hmm. like you can just have like a standard playbook that's just like, oh, in all these situations, I just do it this way. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. And um, uh, with family, though, you, yeah, with family, you definitely give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, even if my brother wanted $500 for crack, I'd be like, you don't do crack, but all right, I guess fine. You're my brother. I got, I got your back, you know? Yeah. Because family has like that kind of like extra higher level. Uh, you just, you just do stuff, just doesn't matter because uh-huh. they're yeah. your
0: in life you have it there's you need community and you need connections and you need and they're the club i mean it depends maybe you have a friend like that but in my sure. case it's my brother and my mom and dad right
1: no yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure um but the point is that you you know you absolutely and that's true because with family specifically like i recently uh broke up with my girlfriend of three years and um I only talked to my brother because I'm in California and he's in Pennsylvania. I only talked with him, you know, as often as I text people or call them on the phone long distance, which is like once every 14 to 15 decades. Like yeah. it's just not very, I'm not good at it. Right. Um, but once that happened, I was able to go to him and be like, Hey man, I'm having a hard time and just immediately snapped right back up. Right. And the conversation started right back up, and it was just like nothing ever happened, and that's family. And I have a friend like that, too, but that's also, like, another rare gem. Yeah. But definitely, as far as that, like, family, there's certain—family gets extra—family gets leeway. You get to just do stuff with family. Like, you get to ask your brother for $500 right. just because he's your brother, and that's what you do, and you know that it goes both ways.
0: Yeah, it's the understanding.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So there's a thing there where— um where's like who are you loyal to yeah kendrick lamar nailed it like i'm just just going right right back to this great there's
0: like four songs on that album about
1: loyalty man great great best album of the summer i I just like on repeat i love that i love that whole album Yeah, that's good but the uh i lost my place
0: no i know what you're saying you're just it's the you can you have that i I really think it just comes down to that understanding there are people that i'm like oh yeah it's being it's really it's being in the same wavelength and being like oh dude i feel your i would never want you to feel fucked over by me because i would feel that yeah that would hurt me to know that that's how and then like my brother i know that's the way it would be like there's it would hurt me to know to for him to think i like took advantage of him
1: right absolutely you know um and there's also something to be said for like uh the loyalty of who who are you loyal to right right um so like i'm absolutely loyal to my family if he needs if my brother needs help give him whatever he needs if I can but um i'm not loyal to my job in that sense right where i need you to do an extra thing I'm sorry, I'm not loyal to you. Right. Um, if you've been treating me good, maybe I'll be loyal. If you haven't right. been treating me good, I haven't been loyal. But that's that's directly related to how I've been treated, right? Uh-huh. And so in my head, you have like family that just kind of above and beyond, like you just get my automatic loyalty. It's the same thing with respect. Like you have to earn it. If you can't earn the respect, if you can't earn the loyalty, right? I cannot be giving it to you because that's. It, it pulls me down, mm-hmm. right, and it messes me up and messes up my life, and then prevents me from being loyal to the people that I absolutely must be right. loyal to. So, I think that's a that's an important way for me to look at it, and it's important for me lately to understand like who am I loyal to, mm-hmm. um, and who am um, like what's important to me. How do I how do I still be a nice guy and still establish my boundaries?
0: Yes, and I think. I think what's most important to think about when you're making those decisions of like establishing boundaries but also being loyal is what how much do I value this relationship? Absolutely. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And that's one of those
1: uh that leads me into like another thing is one of those uh epiphanies I've kind of had in the past since the breakup really the couple like a month ago is um the the world is the world like and i know that sounds super deep and i'm gonna explain that because that's sounded stupid but the you get what you deserve in this life there's a quote by munger charlie munger that's basically like you get what you deserve in life the world is not yet crazy enough, and i'm butchering the quote the world is not yet crazy enough to give people things that they don't deserve and if they do get them it doesn't stick type of a deal but if uh if you're loyal to somebody who's not loyal to you mm-hmm. And they're going to take advantage of you because of that thing yeah that is what you deserve right so and it's it, that's just because that's the way that the world works it's just the way that life is not going to be like oh poor guy the world doesn't have a brain right. or Here's emotion free shit center. for you
0: yeah you got taken advantage of yeah exactly it's yeah, yeah,
1: so yeah, yeah. like okay well if you got in a car accident last week we're gonna make sure you win a scratch ticket lotto or right get an ex- it doesn't work that way yeah like did you have insurance Okay, then you deserve to have your car paid for because you did what you were. If you didn't pay your insurance, you deserve to get dinged for it. You right. Know? So that goes into the relationships with loyalty. Like if somebody is not being loyal to me, but I am being loyal to them, then I deserve to be walked all over. Uh-huh. And if I'm not setting boundaries, I deserve to be walked all over. So, but the hard part is not, it's not knowing that. Like obviously, we understand that if you're a rabbit or uh-huh. a wolf, you both have specific roles, and you, you, that's just the way that the world works. but setting up like how do I set up boundaries in such a way that um, I'm comfortable with it, and that mm-hmm. I, can, I can get what I need to live the way that I think that I should be living yeah. <clears throat> Um and yeah, I don't want to sacrifice anything, but I don't want to get walked on. And how do I do that in a way that that's comfortable for me?
0: Yeah. No, I, I know exactly I know exactly what you're saying and we both kinda of come from the side of I find it I just find it so difficult to say no.
1: It's oh, it's hard for everybody to say no.
0: Some yeah. people are awesome at it. Some people are they'll say no, go screw yourself. Yeah and i respect i'm like dude i wish i was that guy i oh, wish i yeah. could like shame people for asking yeah you know yeah because it, it's the um i this i have this thought all the time you hear people say what's the harm in asking i'm like um you put someone in a position where they have to say no right which absolutely true yeah so i'm like dude when people ask the audacity to ask for something too. And it's
1: it's not just that they're asking. You're right, but it's not just that they're asking. It's that they're asking for something that they don't deserve, right? Yeah. So if your brother asks you for $500, that's not, like, what's the harm in asking there? You're right, none. You're my brother. You're going to give me $500. Yeah. But if you're um, somebody that I barely know, uh, like a coworker or something that I barely have met, yeah. and you're going to say, hey, can I borrow $500, then there is harm in that because that's not that's not we're not on the same playing field here this is this is not an evenly balanced relationship yeah and you're and so i i have to say no at that point because how do i know if you're gonna pay me back i have absolutely no way of knowing whether or not you're gonna pay me back right um and i also have no way of knowing like what you're gonna use like maybe you're gonna use that to murder somebody and then like i'm on the hook for that like i don't know um i'm I'm okay with saying no and i think that's um. yeah saying no is absolutely like most people don't know how to do it right and I don't know how to do it either and I'm <laughs> learning how to do it yeah but it's I think it's it's understanding the situation for what it is so if somebody asks you to do something if I ask you to come into work if I ask you to borrow $500 if, if it fits and I can do it, okay, yes. Mm-hmm. But if, like, the stars kind of have to align, it needs to be the right situation. And if it's not the right situation, yeah. I'm not saying no for any other reason than just because this is there's too many variables to know whether or not that's a good decision.
0: Yeah, and I... It's the... Okay, so uh, here's an example, all okay. right, where I had someone where I had to call on a huge favor, okay? Okay. And the person, no questions asked, just did it. I was... I was like my parents had bought me tickets to go see brian regan okay nice and i had a bad time like managing my schedule i was just like i i didn't realize that i had to work tuesday and tuesday was also the day i was going okay so tuesday came and it was like right before and i'm like oh my gosh i have to i have to work and whatever like a couple hours so i called my friend jonathan henry Love the guy. I just said, dude, I'm an idiot. I totally messed up. Can't. And again, the job didn't even matter. I should just quit. But I was like, dude, can you please cover my shift? And he was like, yeah, no problem, man. Just, you know, whatever he was doing, it doesn't matter what he was doing. He could have been doing anything, but whatever it was, he just dropped it and did it for me. And in that sense, I was like, this guy. This guy is a valuable friend, right? I made note of that. I was like, this guy, I'm going to do whatever for him because he is good to keep around. Absolutely. Look at yeah. that, you know, like, yeah.
1: So you got, you got your incentive,
0: which right. is, oh, he's
1: going to, he's, he's valuable. A, he's valuable. Exactly. Yeah. And he did something for me. And then he earned your loyalty, earned the respect right. of that moment. Right. So sometimes you take a risk. Right. What's the harm in asking? You take the risk, and sometimes you do it, and sometimes it pays off. Yeah. Right, um, and that's you know that's how you build friendships and grow friendships and all that type of thing. But also at the same time, if he would have said no that's okay too because it's like you messed up right right so but that's awesome though like what is what's your uh your relationship with him is he like close like a close friend or is like he's the type of person that like always has your back Um, or just like in this particular circumstance he happened to step up
0: yeah i mean at the time we were like i think he was kind of like i think he might have been living at my parents house and we were just like good friends okay um and but it wasn't necessarily like we'd been boys forever right it was just it was like a moment Where he knew he could step in and he knew it would mean a lot to me, and he just did it. And it was the relief I had of just hearing someone say, he knew he could empathize well enough to just have, just understand the amount of relief that I would have. Right. If he just said, yep, I'll be there at six, I'll cover your shift. Yeah. So,
1: absolutely. And that's, I feel like that's fair. So, now let's say that like he would have had, uh, he also was going to Brian Regan that same night but he had planned for it and then you would ask him and he would have said no yeah. right and that would have been fair because it's like no, I we both had the same thing I planned for it correctly. You didn't plan for it correctly. Oh, yeah. That's not my fault. Who would right? ask that? So, right. But since I'm assuming at this point that it didn't really cost him anything besides, you know, I don't want to go to work, but it's not a big deal for me to go to work. Right. Then if it didn't cost him anything, then yeah, sure. Go ahead and step up and like take it, take the, take it on the chin or take the, right. whatever you want to say. Um, and I think that's the point though, is like. That, that wasn't uh, a situation where he needed to establish a boundary that wasn't something where he's going to be like oh you know what I can't I already have something else planned and it's going to like interfere with my personal life um, this actually was benefit to his personal life because he got to do a favor for somebody and he got some extra money in his bank account and so on and so forth
0: Right. true I know I, yeah I do right. I get that um, but I, I when I when, the, when he did that for me I try to not look at it as oh I try not to look at it as, what did he sacrifice? I just try to look at it as, it doesn't matter what he sacrificed, but the fact that he did it is all that matters. Right. Do you know what I mean? No, absolutely. I agree with you. I'm sure he was doing something, you know, he canceled something, so it's just the fact that he came through, and I try not to, I try not to discredit it. All I try to do is credit as, like, came through when I needed him. Yeah. You know exactly. So, so
1: I agree with that. But, I yeah I agree with that totally. So, yeah, but you do
0: have a point. You might have just been jerking off or whatever. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but
1: we were yeah. Just as, as far as establishing boundaries goes, like mm-hmm. I don't think, um, it, it, it everything has to do with loyalty, with whether or not and respect and how uh, how the the relationship is right and how we respond with it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and how much you're willing to forgive people. What do you mean by that? I mean. I've had relationships with people um, where I genuinely have to look at the past and say, uh, like, let's say they wronged me, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, Which is a boundary thing, too. For sure. And then um, I have to look at the past and say, you know what? They've been good to me. Right. Yeah, sure, they messed up. Maybe they messed up super hard. But I got to look at the past and say, you know? But other than that, they've been pretty good. So it's still worth having you in my life. I'm going to forgive you because you messed up, but you've been pretty good. Yeah. You know,
1: and that actually goes towards just being like a stronger person in general. Being able to forgive somebody yeah. is pretty difficult, but it also, uh, it feels really good when you actually do forgive somebody. Right. And I've been told that my whole life, but like, I feel like it feels, it, feel, it feels good to forgive somebody because y- you're kind of off the hook at that point. Right. Like if you're mad at somebody because they hurt you, or if you, if somebody hurts you yeah. moving on from that thing means that no longer hurts you anymore. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like the, like you got rid of, you got rid of, I don't know. It's like the same thing as if you got like a wound or whatever. And like, once it goes away, it feels better. Like I don't even know where I'm going with that actually, to be honest with you. But
0: no, I know. I think I do. I think yeah. I know what you're saying. It's not, doesn't weigh on you anymore. Yeah. It's not because I mean being, yeah, I don't know exactly what, I guess when I'm saying forgiveness. Yeah. So there is that idea of letting go, like forgiveness being like, it's fine, it's okay. Um, But when I'm saying forgiveness, I mean letting that person back in my life. Absolutely,
1: yeah. And that takes a lot too because like do you trust them to to be what they were before. Right, you don't. You don't. It takes a while. Right. But you're willing to say, yeah, I'll work on it. So for me, forgiveness is actually about that. Like um, if I forgive you, I either trust you enough that you're not going to do it again, or I trust myself again, enough that if you do it again, it won't hurt me. Right. So um, either one of those scenarios is is great. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to hurt me or I'm not going to hurt me, either way, I'm not hurt. Right. Know, that's that's great. I think it's funny that we've actually <clears throat> gone off into, this has basically been trust, loyalty, respect, and forgiveness. Yeah. That's kind of what we've decided They're to talk They're all kind about of
0: the same. It's all... relationships yeah is really what it is
1: yeah and relationships yeah relationships is definitely key in my life right now i get it's probably key in everybody's life at all times but like it's been kind of brought into stark contrast lately with with breaking up with moving Mm -hmm. uh and rekindling old relationships that i haven't like old friendships not relationships uh yeah rekindling old friendships that i've had that have kind of like Tailed off in the past like three yeah. years because you know if you have a you know if you're in a relationship you automatically some people just, just
0: lose all your friends
1: yeah yeah some people just don't make the cut anymore you know
0: yeah
1: and it's it's, it's messed up to say but that's real life you know somebody oh like,
0: I've seen it man
1: like most that happens often actually. I've not made cuts yeah <laughs> you've not made, that's right you've I've been on the bench yeah and other people made it in the game and I didn't right yeah and like that's something I get like a, a little butt hurt about sometimes too it's like you know we're not friends anymore it's like oh, well you didn't deserve it you know you're boring
0: (laughs) yeah no i know it's uh that's a tough thing too but i mean i get it but yeah there have been times where a good let's just make it girlfriend boyfriend whatever okay because it goes both ways girls boys boys gay boys whatever lesbian girls it's all the same yeah you just when people do that when they just like neglect their old relationships yeah if you value them then I think that's pretty messed up.
1: Yeah. And I think that also reflects on the relationship too. Um, not necessarily the, the uh, either person in the relationship, just the
0: relationship as a whole, uh, between who, uh, the, oh, the, between the person that was dropped and the person that dropped. them. No.
1: Well, okay. Well, if, no. For, uh, for so for an example, like I ended up not talking to a lot of my friends right. because of the relationship I was in, not just that, but I was also working way too much because I wasn't setting boundaries.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and like I said, certain people didn't make the cut. And really the people who didn't make the cut were the people who didn't make the effort to come
0: to me because I couldn't be bothered yeah. to go to them, right? Now- That goes both ways. That go, That's that's almost different because it's just both of you not really making an effort. And that's right. different.
1: Right, exactly. But the uh, part of that um, was me working a lot in life decisions. But part of that was just the actual- uh, Even people that like- uh i'm sorry even people that are in the area that i see often um not people from back home people from here i didn't see as much or talk to as much because the relationship took a lot of time um and sometimes the relationship takes time for good reasons and other times it takes relationship it takes uh, a lot of time for bad reasons yeah and that's what i meant when i said sometimes people don't make the cut simply because that reflects on the relationship, not necessarily either person in the actual, uh, dating relationship. Yeah. Just the circumstances that arise because they don't mesh well in certain areas or they require extra effort in certain areas or whatever, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Um, the circumstances push out other people. So it's not, it's, i know that like some people are definitely like it's personal i like, right. i feel the same way too like where if i get cut off from like a, a couple somewhere i'm like you're, you know you hate me it's it does it's not that there's just other things in life you just don't matter right i'm zero they don't hate you they just don't care enough to that's true though right it is true that's absolutely 100% true. true and i think that goes back to like the world is like you just get you get what you deserve you
0: know yeah i mean dude you're reaping what you sow
1: yeah i think that's very like the bible definitely has a couple good things thrown in there yeah definitely worth taking a look the proverbs probably
0: yeah dude that's something i think about it's when people you just like you gotta find and that's when people get into relationships like that i'm like hey man hey like i know this is cool right now for you and but let's say if someone's young if they're like 21 they're super in this girl they just drop all their friends i'm like buddy this is in three years this is gonna end super ugly and you're gonna have invested all this time yeah in this person and all of a sudden they're gonna be gone and you're yeah. gonna be like who am i who am i as a person that's where did i go
1: i actually i have like i agree with you you know on that yeah yeah um i have a little bit of a, a different perspective on that right now and i, I don't I'm not concrete on this. This is just, it's still very new for me, but this is the way that I feel right now, uh, a month after the breakup Yeah. is that um, I invested, it was a three year relationship or so. And I feel the same way where it's like you invested all that time, but at the end of it, I actually feel more whole now and more complete because the relationship, like we really did help each other out. And it was one of those, you know, we're still friendly. It's definitely like an amicable breakup um you know we're, we're being adults about it mm-hmm. you know and because it was like a little little backup like it, we it's not that we don't like each other we do like each other
0: mm-hmm.
1: we just didn't work well together
0: right
1: and it it was we we worked together so poorly that it actually stopped us from accomplishing our dreams and our goals in life yeah right but I feel as though the relationship I sacrificed some of my long-term goals in order to to take care of myself, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a trade-off there. And I'm not mad at the trade-off. I had to wait another three years before I can you know, get my business up and off the ground and whatever. But um, my, I don't want to call it depression. I don't know what the right word is. I have bad self-talk. Uh, like I berate myself in the head mm-hmm. um, with my words, regularly, Yeah. and I listen to it. And then instead of being like, hey, you can do this, I'm like, hey, you're an idiot. Cause you messed up, you know, which is foolish. Like everybody makes mistakes, but, um, specifically, uh, my ex really helped me to understand that I was doing that Mm -hmm. and the negative effect that it had. And I got to, I got to see it firsthand affecting her and our relationship and like the negative impact it had just the, the, the draining succubus that it would become sometimes. Yeah. Um, but she helped me to identify that and helped me to learn how to stop it or how to at least combat it instead of it letting have com- complete control over my life
0: and so yeah you have like a takeaway oh yeah where I've, it's I have a few yeah. takeaways
1: but like absolutely like that was that was a big one that one dominated my life it was the reason that I was overweight it was the reason that I smoke it was the reason I wasn't good with money mm-hmm. it all had to do with that that negative self talk and that um that turning into like a self-perpetuating, uh, what's it called? Um, self-fulfilling prophecy. There we go. Self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy, where it would I would I would try to hurt myself because like that's like that's what I was training myself to do. Um, so yeah, like absolutely, like that was one of the things I like. That was one of the takeaways: where I can't be mad that I didn't make it in business as as much as I had wanted to, you know? Yeah. Because now I can look at myself in the mirror and I can smile, right? Right. And that sounds really dark. It's not like that. It's not like my life wasn't bad or anything like...
0: No, but you can you can look at yourself and like what you see. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there is the, uh, the times when I'm, like, driving around late at night or when I haven't gotten enough sleep or one of those types of things where that self-talk starts to come in and berate me and, and kind of, like, try to drag me down. Those are, like, much fewer and like farther in between. Mm-hmm. And also when it happens, I'm like, Oh, this is happening again. Right. I either need to get some sleep or I need to go out and get myself a quick win and do something that makes me feel like I'm confident and realize that I'm not an idiot for whatever just happened. I just, that I just need, that was just one down. Mm-hmm. I need to do one up,
0: you know? Right. You know how to treat.
1: Yeah. Whatever it is. So, and, and I think that's why the relationship ended well is because she also got some things from me and 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 that's and like yeah like i said there's definitely you make sacrifices and they're not but you know you got you get what you get
0: yeah yeah i mean that's that's awesome as long as you're learning you're growing taking care of your demons and yeah you're better off locking them in a cage where they belong don't feed them don't feed them don't feed the demon don't let the terrorists win (laughs) that's you know who said that who um, in, in this context, Casey Affleck said that one time and it really made a point. Really? Yeah. He just said, he was referring to, like, his demons, but the way he just, he was like, yeah, I just can't let the terrorists win. And I'm like, yeah, that's really what it is.
1: Actually, that is very, that's, actually, that's a much better term than demons. It's yeah. terrorists because it's, like, they it's can fear. hurt you. It's, yeah. it's It's totally fear. Yeah. The whole thing is, shit, and it's not even, it's not real. Right, and that's the legit. point. It's like, yeah. it preys on like, your inability to, like, categorize like what's actually happening yeah it's totally it's totally fake and that's actually good on casey affleck yeah i think he's all right i don't know that much about him i don't know i've heard of his brother he does a lot of work with matt damon
0: who ben affleck
1: matt who matt damon casey affleck has a brother maybe that's weird maybe i'm wrong it's crazy i'm not good with celebrities it's not my strong suit like all if right. this was jeopardy and it was celebrities came up i would do that category this is last. a
0: celebrity trivia podcast
1: that that and uh music like the things that everybody else is good at i'm terrible with those things just not good at all
0: who was in the beatles
1: oh man like yeah see i'm not i don't know i don't name know one
0: member of the beatles i can't you seriously can't
1: no i probably could but for whatever reason it's like not popping into my head right now and that's the point is that like i have to really search for it and i'm like who cares yeah it doesn't matter yeah and like when i get right down to it I'm like it's not if that's not an important aspect to me actually like names in general don't mean anything to me i actually don't really like, care for names what's my name doesn't matter okay you're right <laughs> but like really my like the name is just what i call you like you're joey right? That's what you've always been, Joey, to me, but Mm -hmm. like, if you were in my, like, if I had a nickname for you, like, I'd call you Bubba Sue or something, like, it doesn't matter what the name is, like, you're still the same thing, so that's why names are like, I I can't grasp them, like, it doesn't, doesn't stick like, all those self-help books are like if you want to meet people, you gotta remember their names I'm like, I'm just gonna pass that chapter because I got nothing on that, Mm -hmm. it's not gonna work for me which most people don't like
0: I, I always think that's like the first i think that's the first chapter in how to win friends and influence it is
1: the first or second yeah yeah you gave me that book by the way i I, oh do you you still have it
0: i have new copies
1: of it oh okay i I was i read that book every i have not read it in like three years but i usually read that book once a year and i think it's time for me to read it again because i need a little refresher course that's a great
0: book have you read how to stop worrying and start living i have not that's my favorite book i should do that that's a great book
1: what's it about i mean I, I mean clearly i know what it's about it's but. just the dale carnegie like say, oh, it's what it oh, sounds it's dale like. carnegie yeah yeah, yeah carnegie carnegie yeah uh man he's he's great he's so solid yeah he's one of those he's one of the few people that have written a book that like back then in that which, i'm not was it like the 30s, 30s from, back yeah. then um it's still still super relevant yeah um it tend like sometimes there'll be like a trend mm-hmm. for self-help if you want to call it that right and like Ten or twenty years later, people look at it and they're like, "Well, that's dumb." Yeah. Uh, but he he tend to like he hit the nail on the head. I was actually reading some of his quotes the other day on Google Image Search because I do that. Yeah. And they're still solid. They're still so straight on. Yeah. And they just I like him actually. He's I need to timeless, I pick up some more of his books at the uh, the library soon. Yeah. Because those still exist out here. I don't know if there's any back home, in Backwoods Pennsylvania, but may Probably in California they down, still have yeah. libraries. Yeah.
0: All right. We gotta go to your barbecue Yeah gotta go to my going away party Okay do you have anything to plug Do you wanna like, like Plug your butt uh, I don't okay. Want to plug my butt
1: But I guess like take away I don't know be happy I have a friend say this the other day he's like do whatever you need to do To be happy and fight for it Cause I don't think most people are happy and I agree with him That's actually who we're going to visit right now We're gonna have the party at his house And it's gonna make me happy
0: Awesome man This has been dope. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Now say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Later.